Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's edition of Hold On, Let Me Tell It podcast, episode number 15, coming to you live from the Dongsville Podcast Studio and Toy Museum in Janesville, Wisconsin. I'm your host, Matt Marbury. Across from me, as always, your wonderful co-host, Jody and Christie's favorite son, the extinguisher to my igniter, the great Adam Tollefson. Woo! What's going on, people? Not much. This week's podcast, Matt, as always, is brought to you by Down the Street Bar and Grill, located at 967 South Jackson Street in Janesville, Wisconsin. Stop in, have some food, have some drinks, come play some bags with us in the patio. And there's something else going on in South Jackson Street, Matt. What's that? Cross the street. Well, Kitty Corner from down the street. Kitty Corner? Caddy Corner? You ever meet somebody that says Caddy Corner? Never met a Caddy Corner Don't person. trust those people. Oof. What is that? The opposite? Uh, I think it's just someone's fucked up way of saying Kitty Corner. I so don't know. If I, get, if I say Caddy Corner... The same people that say Caddy Corner are the ones that say Caddy Wampus. Ugh. I don't know where Kitty and Caddy got swapped out in their minds, but... Uh, you can leave them at the curb. They're fucked. Uh, Kitty Corner from down the street. Bar and Grill located at 967 South Jackson. Wait, did we say did we say the name of the beer? Or no? Um. Oh, yeah. I suppose we got to feature that as well. Yeah, they provide us with the beer, but we should shout out the beer. I forgot all about the beer. The featured beer of the week this week is... Totally Naked, New Glarus Brewing Company's own, you know it, you love it, stop down to DTS and get you some of it. Yeah. But Kitty Corner from there is uh, a tattoo studio, Zombie Line Tattoo. Yep. Uh, That's at 986 South Jackson Street. Stop in and see Ben Strickland. Phone number there is 608-921-8399. The reason we are saying that is because we finally made good on our bets. Yes, this is something that we've been talking about since the very first pod. Um, it's got to be about, it's, it's over three months in the making now. But we had that tattoo Royal Rumble lottery thing going on where we got, you know, we got randomly chosen a number. That number corresponded to an entrant in the WWE Royal Rumble. We had to get a tattoo of said entrant. God, what a bunch of dummies. <laughs> Not, I, you know what? <laughs> Say what you want, but I thought Sorry. this whole process what was it, fucking fun. No, it was. I'm just mad that your uh, number was cooler than mine. Well, I, you know, honestly, when my num- because the women's rumble was first, she came out and I had no idea who she was. I thought I might have made a huge mistake. And then people on like the Facebook started like, oh, that's a fucking good, good pull or whatever. And I'm like... All right, well, let's see what she's got. And like we previously she discussed. She was awesome. She was. She was very awesome. And isn't she the first uh, like female wrestler that's on WWE that's from China? China. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, she's not China, but oh, no one is anymore. Yikes. <laughs> so I remember when I worked at Family Video, there was a couple China DVDs in the back room. Uh, SummerSlam, like, 99? No, or... uh, more like One Night in China. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I always boy. thought that was weird that there is that section at Family Video. Right. Well, you know what? It got... Oh, this is funny, actually. <laughs> What's more funny than that is... <laughs> yeah. Um, when I went there for the interview with, like, the district... By the way, people, getting into Family Video to work is, like... They said that they hire, like, 1% of their applicants... Like, I went there, I had, like, the regular interview. 
Then I had an inter a second interview, and then it was an interview with the district manager, and then it was like a for another interview with the storm. And it was insane. I've heard that as well. I found out, yeah, your wife worked there just Bam. before I started. Top one percent. Me and your wife, one percenters. <laughs> um, I but it's funny because this the interview that I had with the district manager there was actually in the pornography room in the back. Wait, wait. Oh, okay. It, your interview was. Yes. I, I stopped because I thought you said he was in the pornography industry. No, <laughs> no, no. Like, no. Oh, Jesus. He might have been. And he made 1%? Yeah. <laughs> no, but he's yeah, got a huge heart. kind of awkward. Like, I'm trying to answer all these tough-fitting questions with like a raging heart on. <laughs> like, what no. is that, a China video? <laughs> what? I asked you, what are you going to bring asking, to this job? <laughs> and I'm just like flipping over DVD Did you say cases. <laughs> Oh, dude, it was it was a little awkward, but he's like, I should have asked you this before, but like we're family video and everything, but we do want to have you know the biggest selection of DVDs out there, and that includes pornography. Is there a snuff room? I, there was not. <laughs> Look, I we just want to keep with the most. You got to draw available. the line somewhere. <laughs> you got to draw the line. Um, I thought it was funny because those fucking adult DVDs sold like hotcakes, like. They'd, they'd price them out. And it's funny because I don't know where they got them from, but they'd be like older movies, but brand new. You know what I mean? Like we'd get them in and it'd be a UPS box of like 40 of them every week. And you're ripping cellophane off and putting them on the rack and pricing them at like 10 bucks or whatever. I remember Dudes you just come and... in there late night and just buy stacks. Yeah? Yeah. Like the dirt, dirt balls. Now, this was... Nothing against it, but... No, 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 no. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but... To me, I got to think that do they don't have so there's no internet at their house or they're just old school. I, I like guess. popping in a tape or a DVD or, I, or look, I need my Blu-ray. I don't know if it like <laughs> maybe they're. Like, why don't you save yourself the trip? Maybe it's like they're on a shared computer at home and they don't know how to like delete browser history or something like that. But I I don't know. It is weird. Or they're on a list somewhere and they're not supposed Who to have knows? a computer? I don't know. That could be too. And you're like, John Smith again. I always love the titles. Like, you'd open it up and you'd see these fucking titles and you just start splitting a gut. Oh, yeah. You, you uh, and Ashley were talking the, uh, the parodies. Yeah, there was always like parody. And that, those were like top sellers or top renters or whatever because you could actually like scan a barcode and like for that individual movie, it would tell you like how many dollars this movie has brought in. And there was some of those for, okay, for at that, for that store, exact, okay. for that exact disc. I thought she meant like nationwide, like Jurassic no. Park brought in. And it's not even like. And uh, Jurassic Pork. Yeah, in. Jurassic Pork. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, by the way. Jurassic Pork. Jurassic <laughs> Pork. Um, man, double entendre. Um, no, but it, and it wouldn't even be like, you know, not going to the porn thing, but like, say you get, you know, you get a. Avengers in on Blu-ray or whatever and we have 40 fucking copies of it it wouldn't tell you like across all 40 copies it would be that individual barcode for that individual disc like oh, this okay. actual gotcha. disc not, not title has rented that... X gotcha. amount of times to bring in this I don't know how we got off on this but whatever but yeah there's some of those that would be like we paid twelve ninety five for this DVD and it is brought in $482 holy shit and that's how they're still and open. now we're gonna sell it for they're still open because they have foresight to like switch their game up. Like when I worked there, they were laying um, 
cable down for like rural areas that don't have that didn't have like dish network or whatever. Oh, really? Know. So yeah, they were laying all these fiber optics down, like so that when when the cable companies come to town, they have to use our shit, and we're gonna get paid for it or whatever. Really? And then they were opening the pizza places, and like now they're selling CBD oil. It's like they're. They're they're, they're trying it? to stay ahead of the game because the video industry is a dying market. But I do think there's a place for at least one because not everybody wants to go buy a movie. You right. fucking go rent it. I don't know. No, and they're always calling me like, "You got a free rental I'm all like, the time." Awesome, yeah. I'm in. Let's yeah. go. And but I always, I heard a second thing about that. Like it, maybe it's a conspiracy one or something. And that they buy up like real estate and then they sit on it in a prime spot until then somebody comes in just gives them a shit ton of money. And that could definitely be... <laughs> Maybe that's it. I don't know. Um, Maybe we don't talk about family video ever again. <laughs> some, I don't know if the mic picked that up, but like something in the back in my like storage room just fucking fell over and sounded like the ghost of family video passed. Yeah, it's like, like, stop mm-hmm. it. Oh, as far as the real estate thing, they would buy like... If you notice, there's very rarely a standalone family video. It's always like something else in there, right, like a the one, store, the one on a, the a pizza side. Place. Yeah, they yeah. have a, like a Family Dollar and a Little Caesars. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so they own all that and they lease out both sides. So, like, they're probably getting their rent covered for cheap or whatever. I don't know. Smart, but yeah. it's smarter than Blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. We got we got off task. We always get off task yeah. or off track. Back um, to uh, Zaili. Zaili. Yep. Got the tattoo of Zaili on my uh, leg. Covered up an old shitty tattoo that we we talked about. Um, I'm in love with this thing. Like I'll post pictures of it. I'm I'm digging it the most. I I went a little big, bigger than I thought I was gonna. Do, but it's a big tattoo, buddy. I mean, uh, I I looked at it and I was like, okay, well that's up that's that's up your by your. Uh, up to your armpit where the fan is <laughs> again 19 hours in the chair no i'm just kidding i ended up what do you think probably like two and a half three i don't He's, know i probably close to three. we started just a little after six and i bet i was done almost by three like 9 30 almost three i don't know it turned but out yeah, great though it did ben ben strickland adam gave his information out again we'll give it out again but um he did a fantastic fucking job you yes. had the the rand man tat the randy orton tattoo Turned out great. Uh, yeah. I went with. We'll we'll post pictures. Yeah. Um, check Facebook. Check Twitter. I finally re. I actually just realized that uh, um, I had set up a Twitter account for us, but I never did anything with it. Yeah. Like, I like, just uh, like I clicked on it today. It's like get started. I was like, fuck! I'm not already started. That and that goes back to Cal asking me about that. He's like, do you guys have a Twitter? And I'm like, yeah, man, it's been up. And then today I found out that. The pod is now following me. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I just figured out we're like 14 episodes in. All right, we'll o'clock. get there. We'll get well, there. I'd sent, uh, I'd sent Zylee a message on Twitter, trying, trying to show off this tattoo, but not be creepy about it. Wait, you sent the female wrestler that you got a that's tat- had like three matches that you got a tattoo <laughs> on your leg. A message, tr- and you're trying not to be creepy in the message? Look, I know how this sounds. <laughs> I should have started off with that. Look, I know how this sounds. <laughs> I'm only about 18 hours away by car. <laughs> this is why she was not Milwaukee this past weekend. I mean, yeah, and NXT, her, you NXT was in Milwaukee. Maybe we'll get to that later. But I was like, 
there was a chance she was going to be there. She wasn't there. Um, <laughs> do you want to talk any more about your tat or explain it? Or do you want to just let the folks see it? Um, they can see it. It's, it's, yeah, I'll, I'll let them see it. Let them see it. We'll post pictures of it. Um, I'll post pictures of mine as well. I was thinking, uh, we left, when, when we left Ben's, he gave us these little, like, cards or whatever that he got from some convention or whatever, but they were, they were, uh, like Mario Kart turtle shells. Yeah, How the Koopa. Koopa the shell, yes. Koopa shells. God, I fucking hate that I missed that word Koopa. It was there, I just couldn't pull well, it out. you know... I was wondering about that. I've never it, been good about pulling out. <laughs> is it the Koopa or the Koompa? No, it's Koopa. There's no M. There isn't? No. Not even with the little guys compared... Because it's King Koopa. King Koopa. So all the little guys are just, just little Koopas? Koopas. Okay. Yeah. I, for some reason... Those I, people I, that say Koompas are probably Caddy Wampus. And, and uh, <laughs> Caddy Corner guys. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck them. Damn them. Uh, but yeah, so Ben's like, hey, I got these. They're, check them out. There was like one Hogan one, one Warrior one. I was, and Adam graciously gave me choice. And you went Hogan. I went Hogan. Eh, you are from the same city where the Geraldo got beat up. Maybe, I don't know if that has anything You're to do with it. You're from the same but... city too. <laughs> Look, brother. <laughs> no, if, if I... That was a cooler one. Both. I'll give you that. Yeah, I mean, neither one of those guys were good wrestlers, I guess, but I've been a Hogan guy more than a Warrior guy. I've never been a Warrior guy. I've, uh, at WrestleMania 6, I was a Warrior guy. Oh, you were happy at the end of that one. Yeah. But if you looked at the the Koopa shell. Yeah. The Hogan one was way better. Yeah, because it had, like, a mustache. Like, you had to, like, figure out what the other one was. Like, if you didn't know that it looked like a little girl's bike. Yeah, <laughs> you ever seen that one? Yes, yes. Um, speaking speaking of wrestling, I've been watching so much goddamn old school. Like, um, it got it got me started. There's a series that I want to get into detail on, not tonight, but there's a series on Viceland called Dark Side of the Ring. The kicks ass. Which tonight airing probably like as we're recording this, they're doing the Von Erich, so. It's going to be a real dark Yikes. side of the ring, if anybody knows anything about that. But they've done... Uh, they don't. They've done... <laughs> they don't. They've done uh, Montreal Screwjob, which most, some people out there might know, where, like, Bret Hart gets screwed out of his belt, whatever. They've done Bruiser Brody, who got killed in a shower room Puerto in Puerto Rico. Rico, which was a fantastic one. That and, was... And I, I would recommend that one to start with, Any Okay, so, like, these these are... First of all, I've, I've always said... You know, if it's a, if a documentary's done well, I'll watch a fucking documentary on anything. Yeah, I like, agree. It does not matter. I agree. The subject. It, it'll suck you in because you're just like, well, no shit. Because you're learning. Number two pencils are bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe they push number one pencils right out of the yes. market like that. The guy died. Big number and he two. Used a number two in his neck when yeah. he killed him. Uh, but yeah, so it's like it doesn't matter the subject matter. If it's done well, it's done well. I and agree. Being that you know that this is wrestling related, I was like sucked. You're sucked in right right off the bat. But I, like my wife doesn't care for wrestling. She was fucking in on these, and the other one was the Macho Man, uh, Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth, which they put out first, and I think it was a good like starter because you know people know them more than most people. But anyways, that got me going down like a Macho Man wormhole and all that, and to the point <laughs> to the point where like. I'm like channeling the Macho Man, and if you if you want to know what I mean by that, I'm gonna ask you to make a phone call real quick, if you would. 
Okay. Um, can can you do that? Like live on air, make a phone call, see if we see if we can do this. I think so. Give it a whirl. Um. Yeah. Uh, Tell me the number. Who, uh, do I know the person? Yeah, you just go ahead and, yeah. I'm not going to give out the number, but. Okay, okay. All right. What are we doing? How's it going? Should be ringing. Oh, we got ringing. All right. Is this our first on-air call? What the fuck is happening? <laughs> Matt just put on some glasses. Hello? Elizabeth! Yes, Randy. Elizabeth! What are you doing up there? Uh, I was just cleaning. Um, do you need something? Cleaning what? Cleaning my Intercontinental Championship belt? Yes, sir. Well, I got some company down here, and it's the bulldozer. You know who he is. And he looks a little hungry. Can we get some goddamn food down here? What are you doing up there? Of course, Randy. Uh, I'm coming. I'll come right down. Yeah, Thank please you. hurry. Okay. I apologize. Better apologize. You heard her apologize. It's all good. It's all good, much. It's not all good. <laughs> she saw... <laughs> I'm coming right now. She saw you come in the door. She should have had something ready. Oh, she's coming down the stairs right now, everybody. Elizabeth! Can I apologize to him? You better apologize. You better start apologizing. What do you got there? Bulldozer, I, I'm so sorry. Um, here's some... What is this? Uh, meatloaf. Meatloaf? Mashed I like potatoes. meatloaf. This looks great. This All looks right. great. Meatloaf and mashed potatoes. Can I... Do you want me to cut your meat, Randy? Um, did you bring a knife? Then how are you going to cut it? I'm sorry, you're right. My mistake. Jesus Christ. What have you been doing all day? Um, I'm sorry. You keep saying you're sorry. I wish you would just act oh, like you're fine, sorry. Randy. I'm no, fine. Doge. Stop. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a knife so I can cut your meat, Randy. Can I get anything else for you guys? Uh, you can get the hell out of here. You're right. You're right. I'm leaving. If this fucking podcast sucks, it's your fault. Get out of here. Yeah, Take a hike. It's fine. It's not fine, Doge. I saw you had lust in your eyes for nice Elizabeth. Woman. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> these doc these documentaries are really good. <laughs> I saw lust in your eyes. I was happy about the meatloaf. It is meatloaf. Potatoes are probably dry. <laughs> <laughs> and seen. Scene. <laughs> All right, I want to. I'm gonna get into this. I really did have kind of. I'm oh, sorry, you guys, Miss Elizabeth. If just, you guys uh, would have saw what I just saw, she literally came down <laughs> with a plate of food. I have meatloaf and mashed potatoes in front of me. No knife. Mm. Macho man was right about that. <laughs> macho Macho man came prepared. There's a fork. Oh, oh, oh. He just pulled out some sporks. <laughs> These potatoes are dry, though. All right, yeah. <laughs> um, there's there's a, a little bit of significance to this that I want to get into. Uh, okay. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, guys and gals. want to take a quick time out to let you know that the official Hold On, Let Me Tell It t-shirts have arrived. And boy, are they nice. Uh, they're locally printed by our friends at Up Your Sleeve Custom Screen Printing and Design. If you have a design or need help making one, Up Your Sleeve can help. 
Check them out at upyoursleeve.com. That's U-P-U-R-S-L-E-E-V-E.com. Or contact them directly at upyoursleeve at gmail.com. Support local businesses, and this is a great one. Again, upyoursleeve.com for all your t-shirts, screen printing needs. Thanks. And we're back. Holy cow, that was a lot to take in. <laughs> what? The, uh, the you skit, got... the food, what do you... <laughs> There's something we haven't even discussed yet. We'll bring it up in a minute. Yes. Um, so I, I got to play the food, and that was good. It was Boston Market Meatloaf uh, TV dinner. <laughs> okay, don't don't give that away yet. And but, that's it. All right, so the, <laughs> the whole the whole macho macho man skit thing comes along because, um, well, it came from watching. I mean, Kendra was really introduced to it through that show we watched. The documentary. Well, you, yes, the documentary. Yeah. But you and I have known that Randy Savage was a very protective individual yes. uh, very controlling individual intense. very intense like how he was in his promos was very similar to how he was in real life right like, there's a great story in that documentary where uh there's there's an angle that him and jake the snake are doing about him gonna get bit with a snake yep and randy is so paranoid that the snake actually is not devenomized and that jake's grand scheme is to basically kill him and yes. take his spot and he's like what's up with the cobras it's been fixed and jake's like yeah and this and is like in the locker room in the room. locker room before yeah. the match and he's like maybe it has maybe it hasn't and he's like tell you what i'll let the snake bite me but it's gonna bite you first like, <laughs> and jake's, and jake's like, like what the fuck man crazy motherfucker you think we'd like kill you yeah so he's like well you're gonna fucking bite the snake's gonna bite me it's gonna bite you first and so so they fucking had that cobra latch onto jake and then he's like see and macho's like now you sit here don't go for no fucking antidote. Don't yeah. go see a doctor. He made him don't... wait out to see yeah. if he was going to die. Made him or wait go get like medicine. half an hour before he's like, well, I guess it's been fixed or whatever. It's like, that's how he is. Yeah. And part of that is him just being a fucking psycho. And the other half is there was a lot of shit going on in the locker rooms back in those days. Like, you, They're not, you would it's not, not like it is now. And yeah. Randy and Miss Elizabeth were married in real life. Uh, you know, for most of this run. And it's like, he didn't want to leave his wife in that fucking locker room because people were doing crazy shit. Fucked I mean, up shit. There was a lot of drugs. I mean, people were fucking with people left, right, and center. Shitting shit, in bags. Shitting in their bag, fucking, you know, <laughs> all, all kinds pets, of stuff. You would not, uh, I, I mean, I get it. You don't want to bring your wife around that. But at the same time, he didn't want to leave his wife at home while they're on the road either. Right. So it's like, he wanted her there and he wanted her where he, she keep, he, an, keep eye an eye on her. On her. And there's, t- I remember hearing stories about like, he's going on the road and he's like, I'm going to be gone five days. There's 10 TV dinners in the freezer. You don't fucking leave the house. Like, <laughs> and she was, I mean, she was very submissive. Like, and she was like, okay, Randy. Yeah. Which I was you trying know? to, yes. Kendra was like trying that's to play what, that to yeah, she was doing that I hope part. That, I hope that translated. Yeah, that's not that's, how Kendra really, yeah. It was, okay. That was perfect. The whole reason for this is... Um, as we're recording this, it's May 1st, 16 years ago today was the death of Miss Elizabeth, a national treasure, eighties hot, nineties hot. Yep. The um, first woman of wrestling. Yeah. The, she was, yeah. 
she was Macho Man's like valet slash manager or whatever. Um, later on, she actually got involved with like Lex Luger. She died in Lex Luger's apartment. It wasn't a hotel. It was his apartment. Yeah, it was like a townhouse or something. Oh, okay. At this point, he was divo- like he had a wife and he had kids. His kids were adults. I think his son on the. Oh yeah, she was in the same goddamn complex. Well, right? that's what they said in that in the video. But honestly, that's not what he wrote in his book. But then again, like, there's a lot of fucking holes I could poke in this book. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, I I read the book and it was entertaining, but I mean, he basically the first half of the book is him sucking his own dick. Right. About everything he's done, he's and he's like. like He's the fastest on the block. Right. Or he's the this or that. Even when it gets into like the drug use and stuff, he's like, nobody popped more pills than me. Like I was the best <laughs> pill popper. <laughs> like, Why don't you brag about that? It's like, dude. dude, just fucking take your balls out of your own mouth for five fucking seconds and tell me something real. I don't know. So the first half of the book is like him talking about that kind of stuff, and then it it gets into like his demons and the wrestling world. They say demons, and what does demons equal? Drugs. Demons equal drugs. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why they try to sugarcoat it. They're like, oh, you're his demons. Like, Everybody's yeah, he was a racist demons. pillhead. Or it's like, <laughs> uh, and folks, like, I hope I'm not trying to convert people into wrestling fandom or whatever. But when you see when you see these documentaries, you realize like this is this is like a it's circus, like circus. sideshow. Yeah, like these guys say. all travel together, and they're from town to town to town, and they get kind of clicky and like. Everybody's fucking everybody. Everybody's fucking with everybody else. Like fighting everybody. You're yeah. Yeah, it's like you're. And you you're don't have a day off. Five days a week, and then you go home for like a day, and then you pack your bag and do your laundry, and you head back out on the road. Right. And in those days, they were running. Sometimes they would run two or three shows a day. Right. Like they would have a morning show, an afternoon show, and an evening show, and they'd be in the car all day. So if you did the math on that, is like how much you are actually on the road, or at least for for shows. You'd be doing more, because uh, uh, what they say is more than days in a year. You're yeah, that? yeah. They'd be like, I did three, I did four hundred shows last year. And like, right. there's three hundred sixty-five days in the year. Yeah, and you did have some days three off. Three on it's Saturday, like, two. I'm home for one day on Christmas and New Year's Eve, and back out. That's fucking insane. Yeah, and that's no, uh, and that's CTE. It wasn't a thing then. Yeah, they didn't know what they know now. They're about getting hit with steel chairs. They're doing crazy crazy amounts of drugs which it's like a perpetual <laughs> cycle because it's like you need the drugs you need the painkillers you need the cocaine because yeah, your body's going. shot yeah yeah to keep going to the next town and you're just fucking yourself up more and then you need more it's just a bad cycle that's why we've lost like a lot of these so wrestlers there's a shit really. ton of dead wrestlers yeah like we talked about the other week when i was watching raw like 97 raw and stuff and you're like Everybody on the screen right now is dead, including the referee. It's like they're <laughs> yeah, all man. fucking dead. Ugh. It's 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 a tough business, but it's it's one of those things that's like really fascinating to me when you like peel the curtain back and you watch some of this stuff. Absolutely. Which they they're like I said, they're doing a great job on these documentaries. And even if you're not a fan, dude, give it do yourself a favor and check one out. Or they're on Viceland. They're on. They're probably on YouTube. I think at least one or two of them are. Yeah. Um, and then. Definitely the Bruiser Brody one too. I haven't seen them my all shit either. was all on demand, uh, like, and I think on the the Instagram uh, for Dark Side of the Ring it's called on Instagram. They they'll put a link for at least a, a show, a, a one or two show for it. Nice. Um, I talked about uh, how Lex Luger fucking runs his mouth about how he's the best at everything and this and that, and 
since then, I guess he's a very inspiration, like he does inspirational speaking tours and stuff like that. He, after this whole like death of Elizabeth thing, his wrestling career is basically over and he has all these like lingering problems and stuff with, <clears throat> I think it, I think at some point, like he woke up in a hotel room and just was like, he couldn't fucking move. Like he was paralyzed from the neck down and it took all this physical therapy. He might be in a wheelchair to this he day. Is. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but you know, he found God and all this stuff and I'm, I'm myself not a believer. But I'm I'm fine with people that are. I, I think that's a great tool for people that need a little inspiration, need a little kick in the ass, or need something to go in the right direction. I, I'm fine with faith. Like I'm cool if you have faith in something. I'm not a fan of like organized religion because I think it's just a sham. A sham. It's a cash cow. It's a fucking you know, you can go to like the totally egregious things like Scientology where it's like Oh, you can achieve this level if you give us an like that's like so outright with it. But yeah. even your local church is like, give us ten percent or whatever, and you might be, you know, they try the to collection, sell you. The collection they sell you on happiness. I don't Sunday. know, man. It's just fucking. It's, maybe Did sham is the word I like to use. Finish that guy. Um, no. So, <laughs> so what Adam pointed to, um, just now. I know you can't see it, but I set up a little diorama here because. Miss Elizabeth died on May 1st. Thanks for reeling me back. No no worries. In Lex Luger's apartment from a drug overdose. As soon as I heard Scientology, I had to get the the fishing pole out and bring him back. And the extinguisher out. I don't need Tom Cruise on my ass. Um, No, I set up this little diorama for (laughs) Adam. And I'm going to post pictures of it. But it's basically, uh, it's funny that I had all this shit on hand, by the way. Like, that, that's, it took yeah, me, like. Yeah, you made that happen, in, like, I that. did it in five minutes. Like, <laughs> I did it in five minutes, and I put a box over it so you couldn't see it. But it's. <laughs> Why don't you. <laughs> you want me to say it? Yeah, you explain it. Okay, so Matt's like, hey, man, check this out once, once the. <laughs> the meatloaf uh, TV dinners were delivered. Which I'm going to get back to that, too. And he pulls up this box, and there is a figure of Lex Luger on his knees with his arms reached out to the sky like, why, God, why? Next to him is a pill bottle <laughs> spilled open with some pills, <laughs> and next to that is a... It was a real Tylenol with codeine that expired in, like, 2017. <laughs> and there's a, whole, uh, a little bed with Miss Elizabeth the figure on it, and she gone. I had all these. Right? I <laughs> and on the other anything. side of her is a, a police officer. Well, it's Big Boss the Man. The Big Boss Man. <laughs> And then behind, in the backdrop, is a Boston Market meatloaf uh, box. box. Yes. Significance there. Um, while reading Lex Luger's book, he he goes into detail about this night that she passed. And he gets home. I don't know. He says he got home at like 9 p.m. or whatever. He stopped by Blockbuster Video, call back to oh, earlier. And picked up, went to family video. <laughs> picked up some action flicks. And he's like... <laughs> And he's like, uh, while I'm watching the latest Schwarzenegger movie, we could probably figure out what it was if we like did our. Did our I think research. he was using that code for adults. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm watching this girl get rammed, and this is like, but he's like, no, but he's like, Elizabeth is like nodding out because she'd been doing pills all day, and he's got a buzz on now at this point too, and he's like, uh, what does he say? He's like, um, 
Well, after the movie ended, I was really hungry, so I decided to heat up our favorite dinner, Boston Market Meatloaf and Mashed Potatoes. <laughs> and he's like, Liz was really hungry too, so she came over to the microwave to help me. <laughs> oh and, my god! And, and I want and I want to point out, I want to point out to you that I cooked our uh, meatloaf and mashed potatoes Boston Market dinners in the oven. So technically, this meal you're eating right now, I would say, is probably better than Miss Elizabeth's last meal. It's a good um, shame. Yeah. So she basically, <laughs> basically, it boils down to he's like scarfing his down. He's like Liz. Liz, your dinner's getting cold. And she's nodding off. Two minutes and 40 seconds. And he ends up uh, realizing that she's, like, unresponsive. And I'm not going to joke about this. But, yeah, like, she's unresponsive. And he, like, peels her eyelids open. And her pupils are, like, full on. Like, she's gone. Uh, And he calls 911. She's not breathing, this and that. And and then then it's at this point where he, like, finds God or whatever. um, Which is fine, like I said before. But what I don't like, and he did it in this book, is I don't like when people, you know, are saved or born again or whatever, and they have to, like, manipulate the narrative to, like, make things this seem greater than it was. Oh, okay. Like, okay. like, it can't just be like, well, I had an epiphany and now I believe and I'm a better person because of it. Do you know what I'm saying or do you not? Do you want me to? I don't. I want, uh... <clears throat> okay. Do they get preachy, or is it like this is the reason why I had the like? Okay, wait. I guess that doesn't make sense. If if that's if you have the epiphany, it's because of that, and that's fine. But I yeah, you go ahead. Okay, what I what I'm what I'm saying by this is like, how come you having faith in something isn't enough? Like, why do you have to embellish on it? Like the people that say that God spoke to them or something. Do you do you believe that or do you or or all these like signs? It all depends. <clears throat> I think some of it's bullshit. I I sometimes I think it's not. Okay, well Luger, like I said, fucking spent a hundred Luger's full of shit. One hundred ninety five <laughs> pages out of a two hundred fifteen page book, filleting himself, mm-hmm. fucking page after page. Right, and <clears throat> he gets to the point where. Um, now he's an Atlanta-based guy. He's at some convention on the West Coast in California or something, and that's when this whole thing happens where his body shuts down on him and he's like paralyzed. Okay, and the next step is like, okay, you have to go to a treatment center for physical therapy and all this stuff. And there's only you know three of them in the in the country or whatever. Okay, how things are lined up usually if there's three of something in the country. You're going to have a West Coast, you're going to have an East Coast, you're going to have a Midwest or something. Right, you know, down something, south. Something yeah. like that, yeah. Well, in this instance, it does happen to be down south. <clears throat> in Atlanta, right where he's from, like in his fucking backyard. Which is fine. Atlanta's a big city. I'm not I'm not denying the fact that there is it's one convenient. of convenient. It's called the Shepherd Center or something like that. But um, I'm going to read you a couple paragraphs from <clears throat> the end of his book. Okay. And it's at this point where, like I said, this is like page 208 of a 220 page book. If I was like in the middle of this book, I would have chucked it across the fucking room at this point and said, Lex, that you fucking got me. I fucking read about you blowing yourself for so long. And then this is the last You are the narcissist. He played. (laughs) That was one of his wrestling His character was the narcissist for a hot minute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
But no, he's talking about um, the, the little foreshadowing on this. He's talking about the plane ride from like California to Atlanta to go get that to go help. to this to go to this place called the Shepherd Center, which is okay. where he got his treatment or whatever. But all right, ready? Yep. When we arrived in Atlanta, an ambulance was waiting on the tarmac at the bottom of the stairs that were rolled next to the plane. I was getting door-to-door service. Again, he's got to be like, oh. Yeah, top shelf. Yeah. The owner of the ambulance company, who was a huge fan, had pulled some strings. She called to make sure everything was being taken care of. I smiled when she introduced herself. Her name was Faith. Oh, boy. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, you know what? I've met. People named Faith. I know some Faith, okay. I guess. You do? They're, I mean, they're few and far between, but they're out there. Yeah. All right? So far, I'm like, I feel like you're fluffing it up a bit, Lex. Like, you, I, I whatever. I, I can't. Immediately, she was a huge okay. fan. How many fucking Lex Luger fans do you know? Dude? I don't know any. I think Yes. I, and I'm sorry, but. <clears throat> all right. Um, I think he's a <laughs> shitty person. He took Miss Elizabeth away from me. Yes. Quick sidebar. <laughs> I can see the diaphragm what's right your, now. What's your diaphragm? favorite? Like version diagram? of Miss... Diagram. Diagram? <laughs> diagram of what? Oh, I see Miss Liz's diaphragm. Oh, diorama. <laughs> I went over this earlier with Kendra. I was like, oh, I made a little... Di-. I said a uh, <laughs> diagram. And she goes, a diagram? I was like, a uh, diorama? Maybe? Is that when you make like a little scene? I don't know. We're going to call it a diorama. We're going to have to go to the dictionary <clears throat> on this one. And, uh, okay, so I'm going to take a quick, quick step back and ask you what your favorite version of miss elizabeth was or do you have one or because i i picture like three versions of miss elizabeth yep me too um, so, okay so do you want to say the three or just want me to tell you which one just give me give me one and then i'll t- and if it's not one of my three i'll kind of lay out my three i because I, I i teeter on two okay or you can even just give me your favorite it's totally up to you the i know that's what you asked I like I like the NWO list. Yes, I wish I would have said my three now, but you had like sparkly dress Miss Elizabeth in the yep. very beginning with like yep. a big poofy dress and stuff yep. like that. You know, she's the epitome of like eighties hot. There's like eighties hot now isn't that hot. No. You know what I'm saying? Okay, then you had like WrestleMania seven Miss Elizabeth where it's toned down a little bit where she's wearing like pants like tight pants yes. and like a sparkly shirt or whatever rest she's also very hot there but then you go to like wcw nwo miss elizabeth she's she's like a little chunkier yes fills out fills the, out nicely yes. um it's like mini nwo mini skirt yeah. slutty like a little, a little uh, well, it come, you know Compared, Compared to what, to what I've she seen, was, yeah, from the eighties. I'm like, give me slutty like, Miss Elizabeth. I'll Miss fucking Elizabeth crack is. that open. I might have ended up in that hotel room with her, uh, and I would order pizza instead of Boston Market meatloaf. <laughs> but it's her favorite. <laughs> we don't know that. We don't know that. I think that was Macho's favorite. Why would they go back to the goddamn TV dinners, oh, dude? Fuck! I just thought about. There's something. ten in there. When I is I that fr- why they kept getting them? Oh, I fucking botched a spot earlier. When I was doing the macho thing, when I asked Kendra what uh, what she brought us, when she said uh, meatloaf, I was supposed to say, in my head, I was going to say, what do you mean meatloaf? That's Luger's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> 
That would have been the best. Fuck! That's the worst. Or that might have tipped it off, though. I've been that's like, Lugus. wait a yeah, minute. That's true. There's a diorama under there. <laughs> There's no Is way. that what you say? <laughs> I said diorama, yeah. There's uh, a goddamn diorama under there. I'm glad we agree on slutty Miss Elizabeth. And Butrus. You know, I know you, you're you don't, on her day of her death. You don't like me saying slutty Miss Elizabeth. No, but, but you you had that. to say when she jumped in the ring at WrestleMania with when, when she came back. Yeah, on the, on that was like that's a great that's a feel good moment. You know I cried at that moment. You did like three weeks ago when I watched it. Got a little dusty in there. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, I watched it not that long ago, and I was like, it was like All right. I get emotional when I watch stuff. Whatever, I don't care. Yeah, I went and saw Avengers this week. Did you cry at Avengers? I got a dusty couple spots. Oh my god, you got something in both your eyes? <laughs> That's the best. Got something in both my eyes. I'm a sucker for Thanos, man. Mm. Um, no, <laughs> that's what we should. Let's spoil Avengers right now. Everybody's dead. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I didn't see it. No, Adam did see it. He, no, let's get Game of did... Thrones too. So okay. Um. The girl kills Thanos. Oh! Um, Adam played himself... <laughs> Did your boss listen to this pod? Possibly, or no? Fuck no. No, I didn't think so. Adam played hooky this week and went I'm and about watched... To, I'm about to not have a boss by tomorrow. <laughs> oh, boy. Not, went, not because of that. I but know. Yeah. Went and... Uh, he played hooky this week. Was it Monday? Yeah, Monday. Went and sat in the theater by himself, which is, in my mind, the best way to watch a movie. You don't have to worry about like if the other person you're with is having a good time or you just fucking watch the movie. I mean, I was sick of work. Oh, I hate that guy. That's a terrible... You know, yeah. I have to deal with a lot of like truck That's drivers a, that come yeah. into work and they're like... Hardly working or working yeah. hard. Or, uh, <laughs> all right, when they're leaving, I like sign their paperwork. All right, man, take it easy. I'll, I'll take, take it anywhere and get it. it. I was like, I've like, heard a million times, it. Phil. <laughs> yeah. Like, get out of here. Uh, so, <laughs> God all right, damn it. back to uh, Maddie J reads the book. Ready? Yeah. This Luger. is literally the next page. First paragraph on the next page. So we page. last left off with Faith. He, he Him oh. being met by Faith. Yeah, who was a huge wrestling fan who pulled some strings. Oh, obviously. You know, met, met him at the tarmac. You know, nothing but the best for Mr. Fuck-Up Lex Luger. <laughs> Mr. I'm fucking everybody up. Ugh, fuck you, Lex. If you ever listen to this, fuck you. All right, ready? Yep. We arrived at the Shepherd Center around 6 a.m. to be admitted. I couldn't see much from my position lying on the gurney as I was rolled through the entrance, into an elevator, and then down the hall to my room. Everything was happening fast, but I did catch my room number when we made the turn. Room 316. No, Christ. Unbelievable. John 316 is probably the most quoted verse in the Bible. Want to dissect this? I don't think we have to, but yeah. I called the Shepherd Center to find out if they had a room 316. You did? They do have a room 316. All right. I was Luger little, stay there? I, like, we don't know. Who fuck's I, Luger? I, didn't, I did not ask that. <laughs> I would assume that it would have been like confidential. You really call them? Yes. Yes. That would have been confidential information or something like right, that. Right, true, true. I, I, I said, no, this dude's full of curiosity. He isn't that good. Yeah, sorry. What'd you say? So, okay, so I, I was just like, out of curiosity, do you have a. I was going to. Okay, so I was going to put this rumor to bed right off the bat. I Googled it first. 
just to see what the place looked like. And I was like, because I was hoping it was going to be like a one story. And I was like, yeah, there's a one story. There's no chance. There is no basement in the Alamo. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was going to, but, but it was like three or four story building. And I'm like, yeah, fair all enough. right, well now I got to do, I got to go a little further. There is a room 316. I said, all right, well, thank you. It must have been the weirdest yeah, spell they ever You got. can't be like, yeah, right. Like, I don't know. Fucking... Okay, so that that could have checked out, but whatever. The next thing, the next thing um, was, like I said, where I would have just fucking thrown this book across the room if I wasn't like five pages away from being done with it. You ready? Yep. Inside the room, two nurses were waiting for me. I read their name tags. Jesus Christ. No, Jesus Christ was not in the room. Almost. No, no. The two nurses' names is Jesus and then Christ. <laughs> Pretty close. Give me it. Comfort and grace. Get the fuck out of here. I'm going to throw <laughs> Lex Luger <laughs> through a window. I could I could totally see that somebody's name was Grace. If Luger would have said Yeah, yeah. I, grace, I'll take Grace all day. Nobody... No one's name Comfort. Maybe like a stripper down. No, not even silk. a stripper. Not even a stripper. I bet I could find it if I scour. And God damn it, if I have to, I will scour every strip club. In you the might st- get three in the history of strip club names. Comfort. They are called comfort girls back in the day, oh, or something. Kind of rum. Maybe mm. old school. I don't know. What's short for comfort? Maybe that's what gets them. Come. Mm. I'll give Luger that, but that's it. Wait, you're gonna give him comfort then, and not Grace? No, I'm. Yeah, fuck him. He's no. a liar. Oh, dude, why do you have to do this? Like, that's what you should. It <laughs> you should, should be enough. And back. I need to know the history of your nurses. <laughs> do you only hire Christian names? Is there? Says, is there a Eucharist working? <laughs> I'm just going to finish off the paragraph. He's like, right then I knew I was in the right place and realized once again that God was totally in charge of my situation. It's like, dude, I will call bullshit all day long that you fucking had a nurse named Comfort, dude. Like, you can't tell me that. I'm starting to think that he doesn't have a uh, steel plate put in his forearm. From the motorcycle accident. Oh. That, you know what? Sorry, Surprisingly, he lot. didn't go much into that. What? But, no, in this book, there was not much about that at all. He was talking like... You That's know, a rib? He was talking about... There, in all these books, too, you know how, like, in, in many autobiographies or biographies, they have, like, uh, in the very center of the book, there'll be, like, four or five pages of, like, photos. So yeah. Some of the stories that they talk about in the book, you can kind of <laughs> reference on that, remember? Here's Elizabeth Dead. He goes in this... <laughs> yeah. She's, like, foaming from her mouth and stuff. She didn't eat her boss meatloaf. Luke's I like, did. I'll finish it. <laughs> what am I going to do for the pyramid? This fucking meatloaf's cold. So are you, Liz. But I'm going oh, <laughs> to eat this meatloaf. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just like, I, I just can't believe he, I don't know. I guess I can't believe it. But anyways, I, I was getting back to the picture thing real quick. Yeah, sorry. So he talks about like, how he's this huge, highly touted football recruit and this and this and that. And like Joe Paterno noted. Uh, oh, shit. Is this Penn where, is State this where it all started? <laughs> well, I don't know. But uh, he talks he talks a lot about how like Joe Pa was recruiting him. And it was a huge deal. And like he came over to the house and had dinner with him and his family. And like there was a whole chapter dedicated to this Joe Paterno visit to the Luger household. You know, while he's recruiting him. And by the way, Luger went to like 
several colleges because he kept fucking up everyone. Like really? Yeah, he would just fuck off and not do what he's supposed to and try to just mooch off whatever. And I don't think he he. <laughs> For as good as he talks himself up, like, I don't even know how many college games he got in. He, I know he played in, like, the CFL for a little while. I don't know if he was ever actually... I know he was... He actually was a Packer for a little while. But I think Bay, it was, like... Oh, like, practice squad Practice squad sure. guy or something like that. But, like, it's so funny because, like, he can't suck his dick too much on that kind of stuff because I can fact check it. Right. You know? But you would think out of all these photos, like, he, he talked about his whole family lining up for this photo with Joe Paterno and it was like his prized possession and shit and it, it didn't mean shit. Well, no, it's not in the fucking book. Like, oh yeah, they didn't like the oh they 30, didn't have the picture right, out of like right, the thirty right, right. pictures that is not included. And it's like, is nah. this bullshit too? Then because, well, what happens is he talks to some writer that fucking chops I don't, it up. Who Luger <laughs> like talks to the? Well, that's how a lot of these people like. Uh, just heard somebody the other day. I know I'm familiar with the process, but I don't understand how Lex could talk to the writer with his. Because they normally <laughs> fact check that shit. You stepped on my shit oh, with his I'm own sorry. dick stuffed in his mouth. <laughs> ah, <laughs> nice. But nice. no, for real, like, yeah, I know what you mean though. Yeah, like it, I'm sure it says like, like you have to like the book is called Wrestling with the Devil by Lex Luger in like two inch letters, and then it says. With John Hollis. So I'm sure he, like, so, yeah, dictates j- everything to sure, John. Yes. And John but they, they are normally pretty good about fact-checking that shit. Like, they'll call you and be like, hey, man, you said this and this in this state. We yeah. checked it then. Like, you need to make sure that that's right. <laughs> yeah. Because if it's not... Well, like I said, he, he talked himself up about a lot of shit when he was younger and how he was the fastest kid on the block and all this and that. You can't, can't fact really check fact, that. Right. But where, and where's the you probably can't, shit? Yeah. Or where's the... Well, no, and that's what I'm getting at, too. Like, he said that when, where, he was, uh, when he was in Penn State, he fucked up and he got booted off the team. And, like... like So maybe that, like, voids Those it. couple years, yeah, yeah, yeah. he didn't, you know, they, you know. And the fact-checking, as far as, like, the, the shit that I was saying with the nurses and stuff, that's, that's all just, confidential. Yes. They're not gonna... Right, right. They, they're gonna be like, we, we're not gonna tell you if we had a nurse named Comfort. Faith. No, Faith was the ambulance driver, Adam. You're getting shit twisted. Eh, it's all the same. My God. Um, Fuck Lex Luger. Yeah, that's what I've been saying <laughs> it for years. I only got this because uh, I started out the year I was going to do, like, uh, I wanted to read a book a month. Like, I enjoy reading. I just don't have a whole lot of time for it. But I was like, I should be able to put away a book a month. And the wrestling... The wrestling stuff's always interesting to me. Like I, like I said earlier, it's it's like a sideshow kind of thing. Like, oh my god, the, the behind the scenes yes, shit. Is the, if more, you dig into that, yeah. it's way more entertaining than, than like way more entertaining than the stuff you see on screen. Yep, it's for just sure. it's a world all itself. So and and so many of these wrestlers have book deals and stuff. I think Mick Foley was the first one to have one. And, and like, like he new, wrote all his shit on yeah. a notebook paper. Yes. Like fuck dictating it to a writer. He wrote all his shit out. And that was a New York uh, bus time seller. Yeah. So he like busted the gates open on this, and now like because these these guys have such rich stories, and there's so much stuff going on behind the scenes, especially if you can get a guy like who is soured on the WWE, like he got let go for some shit that, and he's like pissed about it. Then you get like, the, you get, you get that, the deets. You get deets. You get the yeah. juicy shit and stuff like that. And and you got to go into it thinking that they're, you know, elaborating on some of this Absolutely. stuff or whatever. But Absolutely. So you, you pick a lot of these wrestlers out and they all have books. So 
Um, the first book I read... Shit, what was the first book I read? Jericho? Oh, it was a Jericho book. Yeah, it was a Jericho book Kendra bought for me. I was going I think he was early, but... It was a really... That was a really... It was like his fourth book. I haven't read his first oh, really? three. This one was like a... Kind of a cop. It was like a... It was called <laughs> uh, No is a Four-Letter Word. Oh, okay. It was like advice. Like, it was basically like an advice book. Like, you don't take no for an answer yeah. and this Paul and that. Paul Stanley yeah. told me no... And I'd never yeah. look back. Yeah, yeah shit like that. And it was a, it was a quick read, and it was good, but you know I didn't take a whole lot out of it. And then I finished that, <laughs> and I was like, um. So you got more out of Lex Luger's book than Jericho's. I didn't story. like get a whole lot out of either. <laughs> no, I'm I don't just know. kidding. I don't know, but <laughs> there's stuff. Um, both of these first two were pretty quick, and then I picked up Jim Ross's book. Well, goddamn, and, pal. Uh, okay, so what I just read you was like the last few pages of Lex Luger's book. Uh, so you page st- seven. <laughs> you want to start a puppy mill? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, let's just let's te- let's get into that just a hair because that story that you're referring to right there, I know you've heard about it on pods and stuff. That story is like page you wanna, seven. You want to end Jim Ross on that? We don't have to end on that. We can keep going, but I want to tell the story now that you okay. fucking teased it. I'll bring it up. So Jim Ross, if any, if you guys know him. He's uh, like a serious announcer for, I don't know, he's probably like the one of the best known announcers in wrestling history. Like he started out doing uh, like local stuff. He moved on to WCW, then he went to WWE. He's just been in the game forever. And he finally wrote a book uh, like last year. And he was talking about his, his upbringing and how he lived on, he grew up on a farm in Oklahoma and his fucking, his dad... His dad's name, can you you'll never guess his dad's name. Jim Ross's dad's yeah. name? Donald. His name is actually J. D. Ross. And he goes, and what I mean by that now Jim Ross talks in that Oklahoma accent. Yep. He's like, what I mean by that, his birth certificate reads J period D period Ross. Like really? his dad named J D. I don't know what the fuck it's for. So there's no name. No. But his uh his dad's, or he's talking about how in the when he's a young boy growing up, how he's got these chores around the farm and this and that, and he's like nine, and his jobs are to like feed the chickens or whatever. Like his dad's oh, teaching him this stuff, and then um, his dad taught him, you know, that all the farm animals are food. Like, don't get fucking attached to these farm animals. They are. They're our source of income. Right. They will be raised. They will be slaughtered. Like, don't fucking name the goats, Jim. You know, or whatever. And he started out with, like, menial tasks, like feeding the chickens or this or that or whatever. He's like, the only animal on the farm that my dad ever looked at as, like, part Not, of the family right. is a dog. It was it was a dog named Lady. And it was, like, his pride and joy or whatever. And, but you know what? It wasn't... the. Lady was also like whored out because basically he would he would have these litters of puppies or whatever and he would sell the puppies too. But Lady was like this purebred fucking dog. I don't remember off the top of my head what kind of dog it was. I don't remember either. Anyways, so Lady has a lot of uh, a litter of puppies and they're get they're getting a little bigger or whatever and they se- they sell them all off except for one. This little, this little male that he's like, yeah, I think we'll maybe keep one. Um, I think they were bird dogs or something. Like he, you know, you'd sell them to these hunters, right? To go retrieve, you know, yep, ducks I or whatever. Right. I think that's what it was. 
He's like, we'll keep, we'll keep this mail and I'll take this mail out hunting. So he basically has his, his fucking cash cow and lady and he's got his fucking hunting dog. Okay. And because he breeds lady, uh, from time to time she goes into heat and JR was supposed to kind of quarantine lady from the rest, from the other dogs or whatever while, while this is happening. Yep. Because this dog is like a prize-winning dog, he's winning. He, you know, he's making a lot of money off these puppies because they're purebred or whatever. Right. Well, old thirteen-year-old Jim Ross leaves a gate open, and Lady's son, who is the bird dog that they're keeping for hunting purposes, gets in there and knocks up Lady. So now you have. Jim Ross, Jim Ross knew he fucked up and left the gate open, but he doesn't know that she's impregnated. Like, how would you know? Sure. But a little bit down the road, they find out that the dog's pregnant, and JD, Jim's dad, knows that he didn't, like, let any other dog come to, to you know, lay their prize-winning seed inside Lady's uh, egg. This is where Cameron goes berserk. So... <laughs> So if you guys are following me, oh, man. basically we have a litter of incestual puppies coming. And JD decides that he needs to teach the boy a lesson in responsibility. Yikes. Son, you had one job. <laughs> you had one job and it was to keep Lady quarantined while she was in heat so that this didn't happen. And... Lady has the litter of puppies, and JD. <laughs> Hold on, let me tell it. <laughs> you want to, you want to, so you know he, it. You read it. Yeah, JD's like, uh, you're gonna have to go get them puppies and put them in a bag, a, a trash bag. Seven puppies. Oh my god. He didn't. He didn't make Jim get the puppies. He actually handed. He already. Off- ha- just handed, he handed the bag. off a bag, oh. a canvas sack of like seven puppies and a hammer and a hammer, <laughs> and, and he and he basically said, "This is your bed. Now you have to lie in it." And at thirteen, I, now to prove that, <laughs> to prove that JD wasn't a complete heartless asshole, I guess he had tears like streaming down his face. The mom had tears streaming down her face. I don't know. And then, but he's like, I'm teaching the boy a lesson in responsibility. And he, ma- and, he and he told him, you know, there's there's a dump or whatever. What year do you think this is? I'm going to... JR's uh, probably 60-something. I would say something. I would say it's in the 60s, 50s, 60s. Yeah, it's, it's, all, it's way back. And, and like I said, they're on like a back road of Oklahoma somewhere. I guess there was like a landfill nearby, and Jim Ross is basically like, uh, well, I could just let the puppies out, but Dad's going to know I didn't do it. Like somehow he's going to know I didn't do it. Jesus plus, Christ. Plus, these, anim- these puppies at this point. Are inbred fucked up. Well, not only that, but they're like a day old. So, if you dumped them out, they're, they're just going to be eaten to, eaten by other anyway. animals yeah, or something. Yeah. So, it's like, is the hammer like... Uh. Basically, <laughs> he swings this hammer until he doesn't hear anything and nothing's moving in this bag. And then walks home. And never... Uh, that still haunts him to this day. All right, guys, have a good week. <laughs> <No>. Marks. <laughs>
No, you're right. I don't think we can go off on that. Um, any anything else you can think of, or uh, we? Sh- uh, I can't believe I got into that fucked up story. But I just want <laughs> I just wanted to tell you, like, this book opened with that. Like, <laughs> this is like, I am not shitting you. Seven pages into this book, it's called Slobberknocker, My Life in Wrestling. I like the thing that people are like. I'm gonna check out that Lex Luger book. I'm not gonna check out any wrestling book ever after. <laughs> like, like, maybe any nope. any goodwill that I built up is <laughs> yeah, just immediately gone. flushed. Um, it we is, can talk. We did. We took in some wrestling this week. Uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That was fun. You went to the Pop Up Mondo show. Yes, me and me and our buddy Jake went on Friday night. You were at Billy Joel. We discussed that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Is that this place called the Cooperage? Which I thought Cooperage is a weird name, but I guess that's like. I googled the name Cooperage, and I guess it's a throwback to, like, barrel or cask making or something like that, which, you know, Milwaukee's known for, so I think it has to do with that. It was, like, an old building, not too not too big. Um, there was no seats. It was, like, you stand up, but you could stand, like, right up next to the ring, and people were, like, fucking Bar pounding right on there. the ring, and it was, it was a good time. It was definitely a good time. There was this one creepy fucking guy, though. Like, he was, he was, uh... You see a lot of these creepy guys. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll, we're gonna take a quick break. I'm gonna get back into creepy guy. In one second. All right, we're back. Um, I just want to tell you a quick story about the the creepy guy at Mondo. That's right. So <clears throat> the wrestling's going on, and it's and it's fine, like whatever. But there's there's one guy. Most most people aren't. You know, they're taking like little pictures here and there, or whatever. But then it gets announced that like at the actual Mondo show that get that comes out, they put on in September, that they're gonna introduce a women's championship, and this guy is like, woo, like pretty stoked, pr- like overly overly stoked for the women's championship. I don't know, like he hasn't been, he hasn't had his phone out of his pocket that I can tell. He was he was standing like caddy corner from me don't you dare <laughs> no like i was on one side of the ring like right up against it and he was like just around the ring post kinda. okay so like this guy's kind of like in my line of sight the whole night and uh they're like oh yeah we're gonna have this women's championship match he's hooting and hollering or whatever and um they're like well let's give you a taste of the women of mondo lucha or whatever and um the first entrant you know her, Melanie Stick. Cruz. Melanie Cruz. I love yeah. Melanie Cruz. Yeah, she's all right. Um, <laughs> I'm not even going to... There was a funny little quip about Melanie Cruz. I'm not going to get into it right now. Tell me off the camera. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but then next up is uh, Sierra. You know Sierra. Mm-hmm. She wrestles in Milwaukee. Now evil Sierra or regular Sierra? Well, it's just Sierra now, but she's definitely playing that evil Sierra character. Like, she's a total cunt. Okay. And that's, I mean, that's where she should be. Like, that that works for her. Sure. But, I don't know, man. Like, when we first started seeing her, she she looked like she was, like, 15. Yeah, right? I was like, say, I'm like, how is kid. this girl wrestling? Yes. Like, she looks I like she's a minor, too. dude. Yeah. But I don't think they can even train them if they're minors. So I think she was of age. But the first time we saw her was probably, like, four or five years ago. Absolutely. But She still looks like that, dude. Yeah. Like, like, she looks like a high school freshman. She might have, like, tits now or whatever, but... I don't know, man. She still like has that look to her that's like I don't know, and she wears this like real, you know, revealing shit to the ring and whatever. But 
old creepy guy that was hooting and hollering. Oh no, that's when the phone comes out. Phone comes out. Oh, I th- and I don't, and I don't even mean like take snapping pictures here and there. I mean like full on video mode, like just like sm- the smile on his face is what creeped me out the most. Like he had this just like uh, I don't like that. <laughs> We go from puppies to like this perverts. <laughs> puppies, to puppies perverts. and perverts. I was gonna name this episode "Miss You, Elizabeth." Miss you every day, <laughs> but maybe puppies and perverts is where you go. I don't know. Um, but yeah, like the whole match, he's just fucking filming it, and he's like right up in there, and I'm just like, and up until then, like, nothing. Not that I could see. I mean, uh, and I, I gotta think scared. it was nothing because I would have noticed like if he was that animated and that into any of those matches, I would have been like. Oh, dude, check out this guy. He was fucking right. into it or whatever. Right. And if you were into it the whole time, then this wouldn't have seemed so weird. But, like, he's got this Cheshire cat look on his face. And he's just ear-to-ear grinning while he's videotaping like these gals. And I it's just like, like, oh, it. my God. Did he have a belt? I don't... Oh, like a wrestling belt? Yeah. No. Okay, good. Otherwise, I would have fucking elbow dropped him. Right. You gotta I'm defend like, it. You gotta defend that belt at every show. Yeah. Um... So yeah, that was that. Then we had NXT the next night, which we talked a little bit about earlier. Like I was hoping uh, Zia Lee was going to be there. She wasn't. Now um, she's on you forever. She's on me forever. Kendra said, <laughs> uh, I sent her a picture of Zia Lee the other day. She goes, you may never be in her, but she but, will always be but on she'll you. Be always, always be on you. I said... <laughs> I like how you said may never be in her. <laughs> there's, still, there's still a shot. That, like, there's a little light through that door. I don't man, know, man. You tweeted her. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. She's on a flight right now. Uh... NXT was cool, though, man. Like, that uh, was fun. They're running two tours now, so you got it kind of split up. But we had like that Adam Cole versus uh, Velveteen Dream was awesome. That was a blast. Definitely like, the second half of the show was better than the first half. The... I can't say the, the hometown boy's name. But it's like uh, the rocker. Yeah, you know what, I what mean? the fuck was like, his name? Picture like uh, the darkness singer kind of, uh, you know what I mean? Like just over the top 80s rocker. It was like something hogging, like yeah, Guggenhagen. Hagen. Is that so it? It throws me off, you know what I mean? Yeah. It should be like Brett Michaels. But, but he's from said... Milwaukee apparently. I didn't look it in. And that was but... fun. Yeah, he was doing the air guitar shit and that guy, that guy was fun. What do you got going on this weekend? Anything to look forward to? I got I got something, but go ahead. We had to bump my... Um, oh, we are... I'm going out of town this weekend, and that's all I can say. Why? Uh, and also, I can't say. What the fuck, man? Classified. And this has been this week's edition of Adam's Classified. Jeez, I hope that's not a segment where I ask... I ask you about something you I'll give us fucking nothing. <laughs> F-I-F. God. Um, well, right here in Dongsville, we got a concert coming up on Sunday. Um, possessed by Paul James. He's a folk singer. Um, my neighbor Charlie's like really, really into this guy. He's he's like, a, I think he was a Florida guy. He currently resides in Texas. Anyway, he's got... He's got a show in Chicago, and Charlie goes and sees him like all over. Like he yeah, just saw him in Kentucky his, or something. Play me some of his music. He's yeah, awesome. he's very he's good. Awesome. Some of his sp- shit on Spotify has got like one point two million hits or he's whatever. Coming and right here. Yeah, he's gonna play to uh, Janesville, the, the Dongsville to Carriage Dongsville. House, which is just Mike's garage. But boom. But yeah, so I'm hoping that we'll uh, 
I'm, I don't know. I don't know if I'm the interviewing type or whatever, but I'm going to kind of feel it out. And I don't you know. Guys, maybe I check get, out this guy. He's maybe, awesome. Maybe I get a little. No, man. It's invite only. Oh, it is? Yeah. Well, hit us up. I don't need a bunch of near-do-wells coming over here. Um, if you know, you know. So, okay. So, yeah. Um, maybe I, I don't know. Maybe I get to talk to him about a little, you know, like see what his upbringing is and stuff like that and see how he Gotta See, be better than Lugers. I don't know. Gotta be better than Lugers. Uh, at least I'm sure he's humble. He's like, like my Luger mom's name was Faith. Note. My other mom's name was Charity. Uh, <laughs> my, oh, Granny Comfort used to come over and fucking feed me. My address at 316. <laughs> 316 God Street, Heavensville, yeah. USA. P.O. Box 00316. Fuck you. with a pamphlet. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. You like meatloaf? I think... <laughs> I do. I do. How about your last meal? Is it meatloaf? <laughs> I was going to say, let's end on what your uh, like last meal would be. What, I don't know. Can you think of something off the top of your head? I don't know. Yeah, it could. What? Mine's weird, and it's not... I, I guess if I really thought about it, I'd probably think of something else. But, like... What I could always go for, like, any time. And I'm not a Pizza Hut guy at all. Oh, shit. But it's going to be Pizza Hut related. Pepperoni stuffed crust pizza. Really? I fucking love it. That's a good one. That's a good one. But, like, a regular Pizza Hut pizza, I'm not a fan. Like, give me, like, a Jim's or a Sam's or any local pizzeria. Uh, I... We have a Christmas dinner thing, and it's, like, meatloaf and lefse and mashed potatoes. I only get it once a year or whatever. Wait, meatloaf? No, sorry, meatballs. Oh, I thought you were just like Miss Elizabeth. Luger's got in my head, bro. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to say before we wrap this fucker up? God bless the damned. God bless the damned? Yeah, I don't know. Uh. You just make some shit up. All right, well. I'm, I'm looking at a dead Elizabeth figure yeah. with Lex Luger next to him. I think we go out on that. I miss you, Elizabeth. Miss you every day. 